Welcome to episode 4 of Your Voice of Wrestling, Monday Night Raw for May 25th. You got your rules and your religion, all designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. I have a voice that is my savior, hates to love and loves to hate. I have a voice that has the knowledge and the power to rule your faith. Sorry, this episode's a little bit late, didn't quite get a chance to talk with you guys about how raw for May 25th went. So let's get into it. So we start with the entire authority coming out to the ring, Stephanie, Triple H, Rollins, Kane, J&J Security, and their big point is, sure, Ambrose has his match, but he's got to sign the contract by the end of the night for it to be official. Ambrose shows up, makes his way to the ring... Uh, basically stares the entire authority down, seven on one. They're like, hey, are you crazy? Come on, the odds aren't in your favor. Ambrose smiles, Reigns' music hits, Rain comes out as well. Steph books Kane and Rollins versus Ambrose and Reigns, and we get our first match of the night. It's a good match with Ambrose and Reigns versus Rollins and Kane. Uh, in the end, Ambrose does get the upper hands of the backslide on Rollins. Ed, we get this shocked look of Seth Rollins with the, oh my god, Ambrose pinned me. Pretty cool moment. It sets up Ambrose nicely as a threat, even though it's not a, I hit my finisher on him, I laid him out. But the surprise pinfall does make him a threat. After that, we have uh, Ambrose backstage talking with one of the uh, announcers. Uh, J&J security shows up. They provoke him. They get into a fight. Uh, and at one point, the cameraman bumps into Ambrose. Ambrose turns around and decks him. Lays out the cameraman. Ambrose left standing over the cameraman going, uh, what happened here? There'll be more on that later. After that, we have Rusev versus R-Truth. Really short match. Rusev does win. Rusev is now being hailed as from Bulgaria. He has given up his Russian roots. And he comes out with the Bulgarian flag, new Titantron video for him and everything. Post-match, calls out Lana, tries to convince her that she should come back to him, that they belong together, lays it on thick. She's all batting her eyes, like, into it, okay, we can make this work. And Rusev says all she has to do is say three little words. I was wrong. Not the words she wants to hear, not the words she wants to say. In her words, she belongs to no one and will no longer be his victim. Mike Drop walks away. That was an amazing segment. I was... I'm sold on Lana. I wasn't quite sure how she'd work outside of Rusev, but she is showing a lot more range than we've seen before with her being Rusev's arm candy. Uh, also, Ziggler meets her on the entrance ramp, another makeout session, and we go to commercial break. We come back, it's Ambrose backstage, being questioned, uh, he's talking with the authority, and they bring in J&J security and the cameraman. Cameraman is basically questioned about what happened, is this the guy that hit you? Yes, we'd like to press charges. Well, I think someone bumped it. Would you like to press charges? 
Yes, yes, I would. Which, of course, leads to Dean Ambrose being led off in handcuffs and arrested. Um, after that, we have Ryback takes on King Barrett. A uh, good back-and-forth match here, sort of a big power game from both these guys. In the end, uh, Barrett has Ryback down. His back's been hurting him. He's not going to make it up. Barrett starts slapping him around a bit. Ryback wakes up, hits the shell shock, and gets the win. The only thing I can really see in this match is they're emphasizing Ryback's back injury, which means he probably won't be picking up the IC title. Uh, after this, we have the stars of Entourage, a show I know absolutely nothing about, backstage talking with the Authority. Triple H and Stephanie are so happy to see them. Ronda Rousey comes up in conversation, and they say, hey, she's a threatening person, but at least when we were around her, she seemed nice, but she seemed like she really wanted to break your arm, Steph. And that ends the segment. I like the fact that we get the Rousey reference in here. I'm not sure what that means. Are we actually going to see her in the WWE? That'd be cool. I know she's tied up in her UFC contract for a while, but we'll see what happens. Uh, after this, we have Neville versus Stardust. Uh, the great thing is Stardust comes out, and Stephen Amell, who plays the Arrow in the CW as the Arrow, is at ringside, and Stardust comes down, sort of stares him down before the match. They have a good back-and-forth match, with Stardust is actually in control for most of the match, uh, but in the end, Neville does get the upper hand and does take him down with the Red Arrow. Post-match, Bo Dallas does show up, attacks Neville's injured knee, takes his victory up, and leaves. Perfect Bo Dallas moment. Absolutely perfect. After that, we have the cast of Entourages back again. They're uh, backstage, floating with the Divas, but they're interrupted by Zack Ryder, who suddenly needs their help with something. What is this something? We'll have to find out later. After this, we have Sheamus takes on Ziggler. Uh, once again, more matches of the guys involved in the IC title. Uh, during the course of the match, Rusev comes out, Ziggler super kicks him off the apron, but when he turns around, he eats a brogue kick from Sheamus. Post-match, Rusev attacks Ziggler, locks on the accolade, with Lana at ringside. Basically, go ahead, kiss him, kiss him now, I'd see you kiss him now. I guess Rusev's voyeuristic streak's coming out on that. But the interesting thing is Lana makes no move to help him. They did mention on commentary earlier in the night that Lana is using Ziggler and Ziggler's okay with being used, and I think this just emphasizes all of that. Good moment, good character development there for Lana. She's not just arm candy, she has her own agenda. Uh, up next we have Cena's open challenge. He uses his entire spiel to hype his match up with Owens. And he says, okay, who's going to come out? We have the cast of Entourage that comes out. He's like, okay, well, which one of you guys am I going to fight? To which they respond, you're not going to fight us, you're going to fight Long Island Iced Z, Zack Ryder. Of course, Cena wins the match, but Ryder is probably more over with the crowd than anyone was the entire night. Cool match, cool moment for Ryder, a little bit more on that later. After that, uh, we have a match where uh, Tamina faces off with Paige. Cheap shot from Naomi allows Tamina to get the win. Still setting up that triple threat for Naomi, Tamina, and Nikki Bella at Elimination Chamber. 
So that's basically laying the groundwork there. Uh, the New Day comes out. Life's not fair. Everyone's against us. So they are given a match where everyone is against them. Three on ten. The New Day versus all of their opponents in Elimination Chamber. And they win by DQ. Uh, everyone basically jumps in, attacks the New Day. Huge brawl. But in the end, New Day is left standing tall. They celebrate in the middle of the ring. But that's when Kid and Cesaro show up. They hit the swing-drop-kick combination. And they are the ones left standing tall. And at that point, we have graphic YouTube footage of Seth Rollins pushing the cameraman into Ambrose, which then causes Ambrose to turn around and deck the cameraman. The Authority comes out, and they are acting as if they have not seen the footage that was just released to the announcers as on the WWE YouTube page. And they gloat that Ambrose isn't here. He can't sign the contract. <clears throat> Triple H is about to announce that Seth Rollins doesn't have an opponent when Roman Reigns shows up. He rushes the ring. He interrupts that announcement and just sort of starts laying into everyone. The numbers game quickly catches up with him. He's laying in the middle of the ring, everyone's beating on him, when suddenly we hear sirens. We see the police truck drive into the arena, driven by Dean Ambrose, wearing a police jacket, a police hat, holstered two police batons, slides into the ring, attacks the authority, and lays all of them out. Obviously, when a YouTube video is released of you, you are now free to steal equipment from the police and steal their vehicle and drive it back to the arena. Welcome to the WWE reality, folks. But Ambrose does get a chance to sign the contract, and he will have his match at Elimination Chamber versus Seth Rollins. So this leaves me some other thoughts on today's show. A lot of people are now comparing Dean Ambrose to Steve Austin after this, with the rebelling against an authority figure who's unjustly accusing them of things and fighting back. And here's the thing. Dean Ambrose can't be Steve Austin. Not because he's not the everyman character, not because he's not psychotic and willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done, he can't be Steve Austin in this equation because Triple H is no Vince McMahon. As much as he wants to play the villainous authority figure, he can't pull off what Vince pulled off. Vince was unilaterally a hated figure on TV. He came out, he laid the law down, and what he said goes, and no one wanted to hear what he had to say. The fans disliked him 100%. Here's the problem with Triple H. He can't help the whole breaking the fourth wall and letting you in on the joke. As long as he keeps doing that, he will not be the hated figure that would run an Austin versus McMahon style of rivalry with him and Ambrose. I don't think we're going to get it. That's not to say that Ambrose versus Rollins doesn't have legs, it's not going to be a good match, it's not going to be a good series between them, but it's not going to have the same impact as an Austin McMahon-style feud. Uh, other questions. Why did we have King Barrett win King of the Ring? 
what has he done since then? It hasn't really given him a boost. He hasn't come out on tops really since then. It's now Bad News Barrett with a cape and a crown. And I think a scepter as well. If this was just done to get him out of the I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you, then that's probably the worst gimmick I've seen in a long time. Speaking of things that didn't quite go so well, I think Zack Ryder's the first person that doesn't get the rub off of the U.S. Open Challenge that John Cena has been running. Everyone else has had these stellar matches against Cena, they push Cena to his breaking point, they kick out of the attitude adjustment, they have Cena on the ropes. You can almost taste the victory that they, they're going to have. But Ryder didn't get that. He got like some of his key spots in it, but you, there just wasn't that same sense of urgency. And he wasn't given the chance to really recover and come back out of it. As soon as he got his momentum going, suddenly there's Cena, there's the attitude adjustment, and the match is over. I've been a big fan of Cena's open challenge. I think it's whittling Super Cena down to a mere mortal man which makes him approachable by everybody else. This week we didn't get that, and that makes me unhappy. But this leads us into Elimination Chamber. So, Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. So here's my picks. I think going into the tag match, I think against all odds, New Day is going to retain. I think just because their pos their power of positivity is going to trump all, and they're probably going to lie, cheat, and steal their way to the titles. Uh, in the Elimination Chamber match for the Intercontinental, uh, Intercontinental title, I'm pr I was thinking Rusev's going to win it. I'm still going to go with Rusev. My theory is we're going to have a match probably next month at Money in the Bank that will be Rusev versus Ziggler with the IC title and possibly Lana's management on the line. That's my prediction. We have title versus title. John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Who wins this one? That's the magic question. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. If Cena was going to win this, this would be for the U.S. title. But we have not seen the U.S. title be put on the line. So I think this is going to be Owens stepping up shortly to Raw and SmackDown. Probably after he finishes whatever's going on with Joe on NXT. And I think this is his introduction. And I think he is going to make a huge impact. I think he's going to walk away with the win. Uh, Diva's title triple threat match. I think Nikki retains here. Um, I really want to see Paige for the title again, but she's the only person in this match that doesn't have backup. I think this brings in someone as backup after Elimination Chamber, and I think then she will win the title. But right now, there's too many other people involved in this match, and I don't see her winning it. Uh, Adrian Neville versus Bo Dallas. And a former NXT champion versus former NXT champion. I think Bo Dallas pulls off the win here. I think it's because of Neville's injured knee. And I think we get a good push from Bo Dallas. I think we'll get a feud probably through Raw for the next several weeks afterwards of Neville versus Bo Dallas.
Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. For information on future episodes, please follow me on Twitter at Major underscore Rampage. I also want to thank Kyle and Oliver for our theme song, which is their acoustic cover of Randy Orton's voices. You can find them on YouTube at Kyle and Oliver, all one word. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. We can keep growing. Thank you very much. They talk to me